Hello and welcome to this podcast, Palms a Penny Each. My name is Vincent S. Coster. I am a writer from Ireland. And over the course of this podcast, I aim to share with you poems that I have loved and found interesting, and even some that I've written myself. This week, I'm going to be discussing the poem Bullet Points by the amazing poet Jericho Brown. So I hope you enjoy. Right, so without further ado, let's uh, get into this. Um, before I do read the poem, I will just tell you a little bit about Jericho Brown. Um, he received the Whiting Writers Award and he's received fellowships from the Radcliffe Institute for Advanced Study at Harvard University and the National Endowment for Arts. He has published poems in the New York Times, the New Yorker and the Best American, um, Best American Poetry. Beg your pardon there. His first book, Please, won the American Book Award. His second book, The New Testament, won the Ainsfield Wolf Book Award and the Tom Gunn Award. It was also named one of the best books of the year by the Library Journal, Cultfront and the Academy of American Poets. His latest book, The Tradition, which was published in 2019, has received widespread critical acclaim. And this year won the Pulitzer Prize for Poetry. So you can see the, the, the class of poet that he is. And, and these rewards are not arbitrary. They are well deserved. Because when you read his work, he covers a wide range of subjects. Um, but his writing is transcendent. It really is just brilliant. And this poem, Bullet Points, actually features in his book, The Tradition. I'm going to tell you a little bit more about bullet points um, after I've read it, which I'm really excited because not every week will I have the permission to read the poems that I'm going to discuss. You know, copyright, and it wouldn't be right for me to violate copyright myself. But I'm really excited because this week I get to read it. He's um, given me permission to read it on this podcast. So after I read that, I'll tell you a bit more about it. But like I said, his work is amazing and if you want to learn more about him or know more, I'll include his links to his website and other things in the show notes. At the moment, he's Associate Professor in English and Creative Writing at Emory University in, in Atlanta, and he continues to just put out amazing work. So that's the poet, Jericho Brown. And in a moment, we're going to go and look at his poem, Bullet Points. Bullet Points by Jericho Brown I will not shoot myself in the head and I will not shoot myself in the back and I will not hang myself with a thrash bag and if I do I promise you I will not do it in a police car while handcuffed or in the jail cell of a town I only know the name of because I have to drive through to get home. Yes I may be at risk but I promise you I trust the maggots and the ants and the roaches who live beneath the floorboards of my house to do what they must do to any carcass more than I trust an officer of the law of the land to shut my eyes like a man of God might or to cover me with a sheet so clean my mother could have used it to tuck me in. When I kill me, I will kill me the same way most Americans do, I promise you. 
cigarette smoke or a piece of meat on which I choke or so broke I freeze in one of those winters we keep calling worst. I promise that if you hear of me dead anywhere near a cop, then that cop killed me. He took me from us and left my body, which is, no matter what we've been taught, greater than the settlement a city can pay a mother to stop crying and more beautiful than the brand new shiny bullet fished from the folds of my brain. So that's the poem. Um, it was written in 2016, or published in 2016, I should say, in the wake of some really high-profile cases of police brutality. Um, it was published on BuzzFeed and features in Jericho's Pulitzer Prize-winning book, The Tradition. Um, just to explain why I wanted to share this poem with you, I think that this poem is a very compelling piece of writing. It is very easy, I think, looking at particularly the three most recent cases of police brutality, um, George Floyd, Breonna Taylor and um, Ahmed Arbery. It's very easy to look at them and see the avatars that they have become. Um, their images are everywhere. They, we see paintings of them like they're angels. We see paintings of them as if they're some kind of saintly figure. They become icons, as it were. And it's very easy uh, to, to look at their deaths <clears throat> in terms of protest and in terms of agitation and in terms of something that people have organised around. But as this poem reminds us, this is a, a sad tragedy. This is a, each death, each murder is a sad loss. There are people who are affected by this because it's their family. It's their son, their daughter, husband, mother, father, whatever it is. It's their loved one that has been taken. And the fact is, is that you can be sure that this conversation has happened. I, and I, I firmly believe that, you know, like that Jericho and every other black person in America has had this conversation at some point where they've actually said to someone they love, look, I promise you I won't kill myself. And if I do kill myself, I won't kill myself near a police officer. I want you to understand that if I happen to die in custody or near a police officer, I want you to believe that I was murdered, that they killed me. If they say I killed myself, they're lying. And that's what is so uh, powerful, and that's what caught my attention when I read this poem. Because it showed me a view of life, an experience of life, that is beyond me in my own limited experience. It showed me what white privilege is by its absence. Um, the fact is, and, and, and here's an example. A white person can jog down the street, a police officer will see them, and will just go, they're jogging. A black man could be jogging down the street, and he'll be pulled over because 
they won't assume that he's jogging, they'll assume he's on the run from the scene of a crime. And that's where white privilege is. And this showed me because you can be sure that nowhere in America are white people sitting down having this conversation with their loved ones, telling them that if they die near a police officer, the police officer murdered them. Or saying to them that they believe that, or to the, saying to their loved ones that they believe that uh, the maggots and vermin or insect, you know, body eating insects that will feed on their bodies will treat their bodies with more respect and give them more dignity in death than a police officer will. Um, no white person is having this conversation. And that's why I love this poem because, like I said, it, it shows us what life is like for other people. It gives us um, an in a voyeuristic in to an experience of life that we will not have to experience. Uh, if we're lucky, we will never have to experience this. But unfortunately, there are people who are unlucky enough to have to experience this, and they're having to have these conversations. And <clears throat> finally, there's this point uh, where he says, no matter what we've been taught, when he's talking about, he says that they've left us my body, which, no matter what we've been taught, is greater than the settlement a city can pay to a mother to stop crying, and more beautiful than the brand new shiny bullet fished from the folds of my brain. The fact is, is that um, black people are being taught this. This is he. He's saying this is what we've been taught that we are worthless, that like our lives are so meaningless that you can just give it money, and expect us to go away. Or that our bodies are not beautiful. And again, it's that thing, yeah, obviously, you know, when somebody suffers and we live in a litigious society, so people will always look for money for injuries and, and death and look to get money to, not, not, not to wash away the loss, but, you know, they will always look for money when someone they love dies or someone they love gets injured. But the fact is, is that he, he's trying to say we are beautiful, we are valuable alive. There's more value to us being alive than being dead. And the fact is, is that this is something they've been taught. They've been taught that they're not. So I really hope that if you get a chance, you'll read this poem and you'll, can, you'll think about it. If you have any ideas about this poem yourself that you think, uh, please tweet about it. Uh, use the hashtag poems a penny each um so yeah that's that's the poem that's my my take on this poem it, it it's just a very powerful poem very simple and and very personal and as you read it just think about this as you read this poem out loud it's you saying it that's how personal it is that's how personal it makes this that you're having this conversation. You're having the conversation that so many people are having. So as you read this poem, just try to think about why it's it's horrible that people have to live like this. And that that's why I think this poem is, is worth reading. And it's why I think Jericho Brown very much deserves the Pulitzer Prize and any other award that can be given to him because a poem like this 
it is just such a powerful thing and 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 i know that a lot of people feel that poetry should be highly political screaming and ranting and railing and trying to get you to man the bar- barricades but actually i think that this poem encapsulates everything that i think poetry should be it doesn't have to be political but it tells you what's happening in the world enough to make you feel uh, that that it's it's horrible enough that it will make you want to change if not the world how you treat other people well that brings us to the end of this episode of poems a penny each I hope you enjoyed my take on the poem Bullet Points by Jerrica Brown. If you want to read that poem, check out the show notes. There's a link there to take you to BuzzFeed where you can read it. For more information on the work of Jerrica Brown and where you can purchase his latest book, uh, click on the link in the show notes um, and that'll take you to his website. For now, wherever you are listening in the world, I hope you stay safe. Um, Take care of yourselves. And please do join us next week as we look at another poem. Until then, Slonga Fall.